Apples are such a good hunger quencher, aren't they? And you are always hungry. Although, what's the right way to say it? It's not a hunger quencher. It's a thirst quencher. It also helps with thirst because there's a lot of water in there, right? That's right. And it's a hunger satisfier. There you go. Yes. (laughs) Never heard that before. my snack of choice. (laughs) AJ, Lori, we are awaiting the arrival of the great Anna D here for another edition of Listen and Learn. Or not. All right. And we are... uh, in the midst of some really crazy times in the here world. And speaking comes. of which, here, we here get to comes share. Anna D. Oh, speaking of crazy, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> we only have, uh, crazy in a good way, Anna D. We only have two mics. Our other mic is not working in here. So. Tell about the meme that you sent to Anna. I actually sent it to her as well. The meme that I sent, I forget the exact quote, but uh, it was- Don't blame me or don't. It's about people who always uh, associate <laughs> lyrics of 80s songs to a conversation. What? And <laughs> if it's not 80s, any song really for Anna or any mm. movie quote. Yeah. And also I saw this, uh, I wanted to touch base on this real fast because I thought of you initially when I was on Twitter this morning, one of the trending hashtags is greatest movie quote or movie line of all time. Oh. So make sure we get in there. <laughs> talk others? close. So, My favorite. And there's so I, many. I have and I, so many. I know. And I'm so bad at remembering, uh, but there are a couple that really stick out for me. Yeah. Like um, right now, initially, I'm just thinking my cousin Vinny, the entire movie, the entire script. <laughs> My cousin Vinny. The entire Vinny. script. Even that lawyer that's like, the stuttering lawyer. And and I'm going and I'm going with here's Johnny from The Shining. Jack oh, Nicholson, see, I've remember? never seen that. I'm too scared to see that. Oh, such a good movie. Oh. And then A Few Good Men. You can't handle the truth. I've not I've not seen that one either. What? <laughs> what? Well, I don't the, think we were... I mean, were you even old enough to see that? I don't think What, we The Shining? The, uh, well, either of them. A Few Good Men, a few good men came out. What years were those? I like in the 90s. Yeah. A Few Good Men was like early 90s, and then The oh. Shining was in 1980. I, I didn't see it when it came out. I was like six at the time, but... <laughs> I saw it later in life, yeah. but that's just the movie the quotes that you know stick in my mind. And of course, anything from vacation movies. Oh, Clark Griswold. I mean, all of them. All I can. I know. I honestly, I could probably go through and recite the entire movie. Yeah, I've seen it so many times. You know what? I said Mariner Moose. I meant Wally. Who <laughs> was the? Who was the? You moose? meant uh, yeah. The moose was in Wally World. Right. And, the, Mar- the Mariner Moose is the mascot for the Seattle Mariners, <laughs> our uh, our minor league baseball, or, I mean major league oh, baseball team here. Hey, uh, he won last night. And yes, yes, okay. yes. Uh, they're actually they're trying, they're trying. My bless, friend, bless the Mariners' the hearts. hearts. I mean, they're rebuilding and they got some good young talent. They're trying to work through some things, and you know, there's some actually you know a few good players. Uh, they're going to make a difference down the road. So, yeah. I mean, it, it has Just been a rough year. not this year because we're not in the Re- playoffs. Yeah, sure. we joke around a lot with them. But, I mean, rebuilding can be tough. But uh, there have been some flashes. and Flashes of goodness. Flashes of, <laughs> flashes of bad good. play. But there's also been some flashes <laughs> of good play for the future, too. So, shout out to the Mariners. We we see you out there trying. You're giving it your best, and we appreciate that. And, and my friend, the Mill Creek uh, Corral, sang the national anthem. Oh, wow. Make the sure you're talking into that mic directly. My my friend who our water you know we walk in the yes. water in the mornings her corral the Mill Creek Corral uh-huh. sang the national anthem there was about fifty of them and I guess it was Mill Creek Corral shout yes. out that's oh, awesome and you know who else sang the national anthem Fitz yeah Fitz from that's our sister right. station here F I T with a Z well. yeah he did yeah, he, he yeah. pulled it off nicely yeah. the key is that I noticed he started out low that's what I was gonna say it was like really low so he could hit that oh. 
Yeah, because I always thought, you know, because I'll try to sing it, and people that I've never tried to sing it publicly don't get me. But I'll start out too high. Yeah. You know, when you start you out too high, and then you get, yeah, then you get to the part, you know. See, it's, I knew one song. It's tough. <laughs> Uh, so that's that. And the other moose, by the way, we got off track here. Wally, was Wally Wa- from Wally, Wally World. World. It's the moose, Marty yeah. Moose. Yeah, Marty Moose. M A R T Y M O O S E. What's the spell, kids? Marty Moose. Marty Moose. Marty Moose. Yes, that's me. Mouse. M O U S E. That's it, Marty Moose. Like, because Wally World is actually supposed to be like Disneyland, but they couldn't use Disneyland in the movie. Right. And then they had Roy Wally, who was supposed to be Walt Disney. They, Wally World was Disneyland. Marty Moose was Mickey Mouse. Guard from Disney, so they used John Candy. Yes. Oh, the great John Candy. Bless his oh, rest in peace, man. Oh, that guy. Peace, he had some. Oh, he was so funny. I loved him so oh, much. There, I, I, you'd be hard pressed to find a role that he played in that wasn't good. Yeah, like a movie yeah. that wasn't good. Love <laughs> like, me oh, some John Home Candy. Alone. When he uh, was he in Home Alone? He was in Home Alone. He was playing like the accordion. accordion. <laughs> I, was he, he was in he, the van? Yeah, yeah. He helped um, the mom, um, Kevin's mom, get home to him. Did he really? I don't yes. remember. I gotta watch that movie again. Oh, it's been so long. Was so it, it the first, Christmas. the first Home Alone? Yeah. Yeah. John Candy was in the first one. Well, remember, alone, huh? mom couldn't get a plane home, and so the the uh, the accordion guys. That the was John Candy. Waltz, yeah. yeah, he was in there. Yeah. He goes, I'm sorry, I can't help uh, <laughs> hearing you, but you need to ride home. And, you know, <laughs> and went, then went on from there. Now, while we're talking about John Candy, you guys ever see uh, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles? Oh yeah. No. Oh, that was such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I highly recommend you watch Planes. Uh, Steve Martin is in there as well mm-hmm. with John it's Candy. It's an old movie. I don't know if I'd appreciate it. It's from 87. It's would. not that old. 87. It's in our wheelhouse. It's like over 30 years old. 80s old. music. We love 80s music. Right. You always talk about 80s movies and shows. That's true. That's true. Come on okay. now. Okay. Give it a try. Give it a shot. It's really good. Planes, <laughs> right. trains, right. and automobiles. Well, Anna did something really interesting over the weekend. What did you do over the weekend, what Anna? Did oh, my God. Oh, she doesn't she, even know She now. never knows. I always bring things up. And Honestly, I'm surprised you. You remember Blends. your name sometimes, Andy. Everything blends. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. You're talking yes. about the uh, Friday. Well, the first. Okay, first off, <laughs> okay. first off, okay. I will say the Showbox has been around for over 30 years. It's a and, concert venue here in Seattle. Yes, and this is the first time I've ever gone to the Showbox. I've only been there now, a couple of times too. And there was a chance this year we might not have gone to the Showbox because it was kind of closed down. Mm-hmm. It was uh, there was like this whole effort to save the show box in Seattle. Didn't they save it? Didn't it they work? did save it? Okay. I mean, uh, clearly because I went to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. not closing after right. like, no, no, anytime no, no, no. soon. They're not going to turn it into some apartment tower, people. Oh, that's good. And um, yeah, it was really cool. And we didn't even. It is a concert venue, but we didn't go there for a concert. <laughs> What'd you go there for? Uh, we like went a wine there to see a podcast. Or oh, really? It was a podcast. We should take our podcast on the road Let's someday. Let's do it on the road. I mean, uh, clearly you can do this stuff. And uh, these girls, um, they started out as YouTube um, stars. Yeah. Never seen them in my life. So I- What's the name of them? The, it's called um, This Might Get Weird. So yeah. what do they talk Are about? Just rolling? They just talk about anything they observe. They just go out in the mm-hmm. world and then they observe it and then make fun of it uh, oh. <laughs> that week. And it's really funny the things that they end up, you know- uh, seeing and doing and experiencing and it's it's simple stuff to big stuff you know yeah and yeah yeah 
and um, they were just really, you know, they loved our city. And That's they, cool. They had jokes about a gum wall. <laughs> Do you know where they're from? Uh, once from Carolina, once from, I think, uh, somewhere in the south. Oh, no, that is the south. Uh, some, oh, Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, this was the first time I'd ever seen them uh, in person. Like, I was supposed, everybody else in the room, like, have seen them, yeah. like, for years. We'll have to check them out. What's their names again? Um, the name Mamrie of the podcast? and Grace, and it's called This Might Get Weird. This Might Get yeah. Weird. Okay, we'll and have to check that out. And they toured the entire country, I think. I think we yeah. should tour the entire Let's country. I think we this. should ask our bosses to take, yes. you know, maybe two or three months off. We'll get, like, a bus or an RV. Yes, invest in us. Yeah. And, uh, we'll we'll probably have to have, with our budget, we'll probably have to, you know, rent out old beat-up school to- bus. <laughs> I'll be the driver. And we just go with, go to, like, Enumclaw. <laughs> some, some dive bar in Enumclaw. We'll be in Ros- Roswell, New Mexico. Right? Or, or down there yeah. and all these little random hey, points we're between we're here. Wallen, Missouri. Yeah. Woo! North Bend. North Bend. Wenatchee, we're coming for you. <laughs> There'll be 14 people there. Hello, Walla Walla. <laughs> Speaking of adventure, yes, I was at my nephew, my great nephew's first birthday. Okay, and uh, these two girls walked in. They're about twenty, uh-huh. and they're looking around. And so me, I'm friendly. I'm like, "Hey, come sit here." And so I ask them, "Who do you know?" And they go, "Well, actually, um, Lauren." And I go, "Lauren?" Um, they go, "Yeah, I don't think she's here." And and she goes, "Well, see, it's kind of weird." I got this phone eight years ago, and I kept getting messages for Lauren. So when I got the party invite to to Thomas's birthday, my friend and I went and bought a gift, and we're like, "Hey, we're coming!" And they had no idea who the birthday was for. They just know no. because they, <laughs> they were, knew it, it was a one year old. They were involved with a text. For how long? Eight years. They had the same number, this number, and they were just getting texts, and they never yes. like, texted back and say. Well, yeah, they and, did text back, but said, so this is not our number, but they still got texts from them. Exactly, and so, <laughs> um, so her name was Jessica. Yeah. And she's adorable, and so she just texted Lacey, the mom, and's like, "Hey, I got to meet Lauren after all these years." Can so they I feel come? like they know him. Yeah, and they <laughs> they brought a present, and it was the kid's favorite present. Thomas oh. was like, loved that present. And we had the most delightful visit. It was, I would, I would never do that. They were so brave. And Lauren never showed up. So when Lauren did get there, they had left. I took a picture and sent it. We did a selfie. Yeah. To memorize, oh, you know, to memorialize so it. Funny. And so I sent Lauren, Lauren's picture to Jessica and they couldn't come back, but. Yeah, that and is so funny. No, no, because she hadn't been involved in in the text and because the text she had all. a new number. That is oh so my crazy. gosh, that's awesome! Yeah. So it was. I was. I. I it made my day. I just loved it. I loved talking to him, hearing about college. And... What a cool story! I've never heard of anything like that. That's like I a mean, wedding crashers right? almost, yeah, except it's a okay? so birthday party. Right. We fed him a hot dog and <laughs> <laughs> just going to random parties. It was awesome. You only knew him from text all those years. Right. It was just crazy. It all started with a wrong number. That's it's like right. Pen pals. And or now you. Like yeah, it is right. kind of like pen pals. Well, I. Did ask her to be my friend. I don't know if she accepted. But oh, on Facebook. On like? Facebook. So you know we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're Facebook official, then you're really truly that's friends, right? Yeah. right? True friends. Officially true friends. friends. Yeah. Because without that officialness, and it ain't gonna happen. That's right. <laughs> so I spent. If you notice, my fingers are all black. I got. I got like workman's hands you today. Do. I can't. Well, I was putting black mulch in our yard today. We got mulch. You are becoming a handyman because. Yeah. 
I got a $150 fine from our homeowners association saying that we need to do a better job of upkeeping our front yard. What? And I'm doing the best I can. Okay. (laughs) I'm doing the best I can. Our lawn is brown, and I don't know. I it costs a lot of it costs a lot of money wait, to do that. Wait, 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 wait. So you did 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 the homeowners association then ding you for not having green grass? They didn't say the the official reason, but they said your yard needs better upkeeping, and this is your third warning. <laughs> That's embarrassing. And I had we figured it third was warning. Yes. Wait, what? The first two, four. Oh it just, my well, it, they're not being exact. They're not saying, well, it's because your lawn's too brown or you need new mulch or weeding and this and that. But there's a few things that, look, as a dad working afternoons, Chase, it's hard to keep track of everything. And oh. our yard is probably something that has gone by the wayside a little bit. Yeah. Because okay? on a nice, beautiful like weekend. Do you have like cars with blocks on, underneath them? No, nah, not that on? bad. Not that bad. <laughs> uh, but on a nice weekend, I've got the choice of you know, going kayaking, hiking, or doing drudgery I know what around you're gonna the lawn. Choose. I'm going to go outside <laughs> yeah. and play and bring the boy. And yes. I've done that too many times. I know as a responsible homeowner and HOA, I got to do that kind of stuff. So, so have you ever thought of hiring someone? Yeah. I have. I've looked into that. Do it. And it's, you know, it's a pretty pricey thing to keep. You Your know yard. what you need to do is go to like Angie's List and or or even Yelp, and then they'll get things around your neighborhood. What about tackle? Well, especially if it's going to be 150 bucks, I might as well hire somebody to. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't want to worry about the fines. I know someone who could do it for 40 bucks. We just found the guy. So if you really want, yes yeah. yes yeah. I do. Maybe it do. depends. Do you have a yard? I mean, a big yard. Uh, it's a solid. We're on a corner lot, so we got a fairly. Really big, 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 yeah, big yard, and then he could give you a, an estimate. So. Yeah, let's let's talk about that here. Bucks, man. That would be awesome. I that love would be networking. Awesome. Networking is so good, even if it's out loud. So <laughs> we've got a we had you know the, for the windstorms over the uh, over the winter the ice storms we had all those branches I had like giant branches the size of trees all over my yard for a couple of months and we were trying to cut them up and I got all that done raked up the yard and then by May I was just done I was just like I'm tired of working in the yard I just want to do something so it was nice I thought it looked all right I mean the grass was cut we were weeded and then we got these um HOA violations. I'm like, I don't know. But they're not being exact with their reason. They're just saying you need up more upkeep on your front yard. I, I'd rather have the reasoning. Like are they are they actually giving you a fee? Like a, a like an like how much are you paying? Can you say? Or is um, it like over ten bucks? For what? For, for for like, are they digging you for something? Or are they saying, okay, you got to pay up because you're not doing something? No, they gave me the third warning. I had to pay the hundred fifty dollars. Oh, okay, then they need to itemize it. They need I, to tell you what. That's exactly. what I'm thinking because, because they're just they saying your yard saying, needs upkeep. Oh, and then it could be a scammer. Okay, oh. send our hundred fifty dollars to this. It may not even be HOA for reals. Well, it, it's the name of our HOA, and it's official. <gasps> Anybody can make a logo, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need to call these people. Email well, I them. didn't send them any money. Okay, good. I didn't send any money send to anywhere, but they, they sent me. Money. They sent me the paper, and it mm-hmm. said on the paper, and it has the person's name and signature and all that stuff. Yes. Um, and it looks like every other piece of article the paperwork that we get from the HOA, except mm-hmm. this one's like you're fined 150 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They need to. <laughs> they need to give you some some sort of paperwork about what exactly you're doing wrong. All right. Well, I'm gonna contact them yeah. and, and, and yeah. get more. But what we did is, you know, I I. I cleaned off the roof. I swept up everything on the sidewalk. I weeded. Max helped me too. My four-year-old. We put the mulch in. So I think. I hope this helps. It better. I hope it helps. You, you have you, dirty hands. And yeah. It's, take yeah. a picture of your nails. 
nails and then they'll consider. I know. Yeah. So like, look what I did. Look what happened to my nails. But as for the lawn, that mm-hmm. lat lawn, I can, every year, it doesn't matter how much rain we get, it is completely brown. And you aerated it last year. And you we, poked the holes, right? Yes, we yes. aerated it and it did nothing but create now we have like patches of moss instead oh. of where grass was because they aerated they dug it up a little bit and I thought this might help they seeded it I know what we you watered do. it you know what my parents used to do and what? I don't know if it was just a Missouri thing but they used to burn the lawn <laughs> I feel like you know what I feel like doing I feel <laughs> they like used putting to burn the entire thing it was like black but all the neighbors did and I don't know what it did but what? they said yes they used to burn the grass it would be like charcoal black in front of our yard and then it would like they said, and I've never witnessed this, but mm-hmm. they said that after you do that, then it would grow this nice new grass. So maybe you burn your, your well, old Well, it's kind of like when a forest burns and everything grows back. Yeah. Oh, or oh, you yeah. could just get rocks and do a whole rock. Your well, that's what I was thinking. Oh. When we we used to live in uh, Texas and Nevada, and it was all like, you know, it hardly ever rained. So we just had, it was all rocks and it was beautiful landscaping. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I don't think my homeowners association. <laughs> Can you imagine if I had black lawn? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. And then we had, I thought about putting turf in there. I just want turf. Oh, AstroTurf? Yes. So fake grass and yes. green? Yes, like the field turf that you see. That's a Sorry. good idea. Or spray paint it green. Yes. Spray paint. I, that's, that's what it. I do yeah, somewhere. Really? Gosh. No, actually, uh, that's what they do in California, I've heard. That they spray paint their lawns. <laughs> I've seen so that. Funny. I've seen that too. That in uh, that in Nevada, California. I don't so know. So it's already dead. It's brown. <laughs> I just don't know what to do about it. It's just it's brown all the time. It's okay until and we got a little more rain this summer. So yeah, I got yeah. away with the green lawn, and then like the last two weeks, it's and gone. And you don't water it. I tried to water it. Mm. The we've been there. This is our fourth summer there. Yeah. The first summer, brown. Second mm. summer, we aerated, <laughs> reseeded. Grew back a little bit, but it's mostly now it's like grass, weeds, moss. Grass, weeds, <laughs> moss patch. And then it's green in the spring, green in the early summer, and then boom, Bam. it's brown. You wake up one day, it's all brown. Oh, man. And that's where we are right now. And it's dead. It's dead, dead, dead. Maybe you could put like a bouncy house. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm thinking the only thing left to do is to professionally get it dug up, like the whole thing dug up, reseeded. I, I It didn't work or the last. AstroTurf. Or AstroTurf. I, I don't think, I don't know if that's allowed. I probably have to contact my HOA, though. Aren't there, like, you know, um, strips of grass, mm-hmm. like, you could just place on Sod the and resod it? Is that, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That was the, oh, the thing I miss most about renting is not worrying about this I know, crap. I know. You know, it's it sucks because, yeah, you got a house and you got a nice little, you know, your property and you got your, you know, your. Uh, but you had to upkeep that investment. Yeah. It's so costly. It's almost like, God, I, I miss it, too. I miss renting because <sighs> then if it was like, let's say, a leak in the roof or something, right. oh, hey, then they are the ones who have right. to spend. Right, right. And you're putting all your money into the rent, but it's yeah. not going towards something that's yours, and you're building equity. I mean, we have a nice bit of equity, and it, yeah. I don't know. Don't HOAs know. can get really nasty. I know one that if you leave your garbage can out past the garbage. Oh, we got can. a we got we got a couple warnings for that too. <laughs> oh. we got a, I don't think I'm in very good with my HOA because <laughs> we've gotten. Is it a bunch of retired people? That I don't have know. Nothing I've never do? seen them. They have people driving around the neighborhoods every so often. Checking because that's what it's. I wish I would have brought the letter in. Yeah. But it said something the effect of, you know, in a recent uh, drive-by of your neighborhood, notice that your 
front yard needs work <laughs> and assistance. And oh, one is the gutters. We had a, a loose our front gutter over our garage is kind of hanging down. The nails oh. came out, so I had to nail those back in there, which I get. That looked pretty shady. But you gorilla glue it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Duct no. tape it or something. But AJ, you're a bad neighbor. This is a wonderful opportunity for you, AJ, because now you told me the other day, the first time in all these years I've known you, mm-hmm. that you are getting to be handy. I am. You I am getting handier. To, I'm getting handier. Before, Nicole had to do everything. Yeah, I, I am the unhandiest Wait, man Nicole in America. Nicole had to do everything? Oh, she fixes stuff. She puts oh, stuff yeah. together. You get something from Ikea, Nicole puts it together. Oh, yeah. When you get something from Ikea, you know it's in like 18,000 pieces, right? Well, I don't I don't have the patience or the know-how to do all that stuff. But Nicole, so. she does it all. My wife, she can figure out those instructions from Ikea? My wife mm-hmm. is the handyman of the house. Yeah. But I'm so getting he's there. learning. He's I'm getting learning. there. I'm very proud of you. I fix a clogged sink. I, oh, and the light! You fixed the light. I fixed the light uh, in our kitchen. I had to, re, you know, turn the power oh. off, rewire it, and all that stuff. Oh, I did you that. Fa- oh, okay, I thought you without like, burning I the house a down. Ball, a light bulb. I'm like, well, I could do that too. And I screwed two light bulbs in. <laughs> Good job. Good job, AJ. Yep. And I and I nailed up my gutter, and I mm-hmm. put in some mulch today, and I think it looks Crazy. better. Now we got to figure out the grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we got to figure out the grass. Well, somebody they can. How can they get a hold of you to tell you what to do with your grass? Um, I don't text know. Us. Text us. Text us at what was the number? <laughs> oh, like yeah. If you have any any uh, any comments on what to do for a completely dead lawn, how to revive it, what do I need to do to make it green again? Uh, text into three seven six six seven. All right, and give us your lawn care tips. I love it. <laughs> all right, now all this stuff here. Um, Trying to you know, get an escape for for the past weekend. It was oh. just a really rough weekend with it news, um, oh God, all the tragedies, show, just the the the, you know, the shootings, the the Walmart in El Paso, and uh, and then it just seemed like hours later uh, in, in Ohio, in Dayton, mm-hmm. Ohio, very yeah. close. I grew up two hours from Dayton, Ohio. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, I'm very it's familiar a with Dayton. Ah, uh, very peaceful town. It's a it's a college town. There's a college there. Um, but yeah, with all those shootings and and, and the deaths and and the worst part. I mean, that's the worst part. Obviously, first Definitely. off and foremost, and our and our thoughts are are with the families and, and friends Absolutely. of those people. I just can't can't imagine. But after that, you see on social media, you see the people that are arguing over. You know, gun control laws and you know this race or this person or that president and it's just like everyone's arguing at each other and angry and spewing venom. It's just like we need to come together a little bit more. That's right. And you did something about that. Well, I, I just thought it was it would be cool just to go out because I I just got tired of hearing about it on the news, mm-hmm. seeing all the people argue about it, and just all the nasty venom that is just spewed out on social media when things like this happen. It's very disturbing and it's very heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So I brought my son. He's four. I got Mandy and promotions, and we bought uh, like a hundred bucks worth of ice cream sandwiches and popsicles and just sweet treats, and we put them in a cooler. And we just went out to a local park and we handed them out to people. That's Random nice. acts of kindness. And we went that. out to people. Uh, City of Auburn, they do a great job out there at Lesco Park. And they uh, have this program where they, you know, families in the summer who, you know, can't afford food, they, they give them a hot meal. They have yeah. w- at least one hot meal a day. They can go to this uh, family center. Yeah. Oh, Every I day they that. can go out there and they get a hot meal. And we were right there, you know, delivering the sweet treats and desserts. So it just felt good. All different kinds of people, races, colors, religions. We were all out there just having a good time and just doing random acts of kindness. And it felt really good. That is 
because um, it's Max involved. NA and Max involved too. And one of my favorite things is when he told me, "Daddy, I like helping pe- make people feel good." Oh. And that, yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what it's all about right there. But it's just been so heavy lately. Mm-hmm. It is, and I look at you too with younger kids, and I wonder how it's affecting you. You know, I I was going to say the day after we saw Lion King at the theater Mm -hmm. and I found myself intently looking at the exits Mm -hmm. real. I mean, I do that a lot. And I, you know, and then I remember telling my husband our choir season at church. I'm like behind the altar uh, with the choir. And once we get going, I'm like. You know, anything can happen. Some of the stuff yep. happens. The shootings have happened at, you know, churches, anywhere. Everywhere. And I'm like, you know, I'm telling my husband, you know, you guys are going to be in the pews. You just rush the kids out. Don't worry about me. I'm going to have to, you know, because I can't get to you guys. And, you know, I'm like, I am planning things all the time of a getaway. You I'm almost, always planning You have to. And it's, it's always in the back of your mind because of all these things that happen. It has turned into the new normal. Yeah, and, unfortunately. You know, and, and then I found out like some of my high school friends, same conversation, yeah. same thing. She, They're like, her her kids are in college and high school and, and they're, they're really talking about what do you do? What right. do you do? I don't want to, I mean, none of us want to talk about this, but it's really turned into a thing. Yeah. It has. And, uh, you know, my son's four, so I don't even know how to begin to talk about it with him. And he might still be a little young, but pretty soon we're going to have to have a conversation. And uh, I saw also, and I can't remember where it was. I don't know if it was Walmart, but uh, stores are selling bulletproof backpacks for like 200 bucks. And I don't know where that is. I'm going to put it in the Google machine right now. But, yeah, yeah, they actually have uh, backpacks, uh, bulletproof backpacks that won't stop ammunition from, like, semi-automatic weapons, but, like, handguns and different things like that. But, yeah, yeah, kids are actually buying bulletproof backpacks now. That is great. And, you know, gosh, I mean, I'm, like, starting to think, what if during P.E. instead of – the parachute game <laughs> maybe they do like taekwondo or you know like or i don't know just some sort of uh, fighting tactics and techniques yeah. to uh, protect yourself protect others i mean the one thing that really you know uh, i i start remembering is the the kid who yeah. um just two weeks before he graduated um he protected a whole bunch of the, his classmates um, but ended up dying for them, you know, before he was going to graduate. And it's right here. Uh, back to school back, backpacks, uh, bulletproof backpacks, Office Max, Office Depot, other rail, uh, retailers are, are selling them uh, a couple hundred bucks. Uh, demand for these bullet-resistant backpacks has been on the rise since all the you know crazy stuff's been going on. Uh, the armor in the backpacks may uh, not withstand, uh, withstand the impact from the type of rifles that have been commonly used, but they can't stop, um, you know, bullets from like handguns and stuff like that. It's a start. Um, But man, it's just, it's crazy that, you know, you're, you're buying all these, you know, crayons, glue, pencils, folders, (laughs) bulletproof backpacks. It's just like, what in the hell is going on? Yeah. You know, it's so sad. And and, and there's no, there's no overnight answer. I don't think, but I, 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 this is just, there's a lot of broken people in the world of kids of all ages, people of all ages. And they're everywhere. They're people that you work with. They're people that you live with. It could be your family members. It could be your neighbors. It could be a you know complete stranger in a in a in a, a store that you're walking by. That's why it's important, I think, is to smile, be nice to people, and it could change their outlook. 
it could change the it might not help it's not good you know being doing a random acts of kindness isn't going to stop all this stuff because it's there's so many layers i think there's so many layers to it in order to stop it and i don't know if we ever will but i think what we need to do as a society is help each other and be a little nicer to each other and it starts you know it with young at home and you know you know bullying in school i think everyone needs to come together and really just just take care of each other that's so true and you were talking about the hate that's going on and that's with social media it's so much easier to attack yeah. and my kids were middle school high school when 9-11 happened mm-hmm. and I was like do you want to go to school well they wanted to go to school and then the next two years there was about six bomb threats mm-hmm. at their school small school mm-hmm. and you know, we talked about it because when they're that age, you know, four is a little hard. But when they're middle school, high school, you talk about these things. And I didn't want them to live in fear. Right. I wanted them to go forward. But also, it's like you said, Taekwondo, how do you train kids for this? But I agree with the kindness. And how many times have you heard a story? I mean, I've heard it a lot. People that were going to commit suicide, but they heard someone on the radio or they got a phone call or a text right. that was kind or just what they needed. A simple act of kindness can do so much for so someone. That's a great challenge. You know How I mean? many people can you smile at? And especially servers and grocery clerks, we get mm-hmm. so frustrated with them. And most of the time, it's not their fault. Yeah. You know, can we offer a little yep. grace? To people going through hard times, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. What they've been through. Yeah. And and what are your thoughts on the? And and I don't want to do any uh, you know piss off any gamers, but what are your thoughts on these video games that just go around where you blow people's heads off? And I, I don't even know what those are. But I, I to me, know. I don't know if that's that's an issue. I, I I don't I don't see the the fun in it. But man, there's a lot of violence, and there's a yeah. lot of. You know, kids and adults that are into that violence, and it's just like, is that, do you think that's making people a little less sensitive to? I don't know. Human life? I mean, that's a that's a big question. I, I don't know. I don't think, uh, I don't like them. I, I'll just tell you, I don't like them. I don't think they're needed. I don't, I just... I don't, you know, I don't like where it's gone. I don't think we yeah, need those kinds of games out there. I, I don't, I'm not quite into it either, but I know it's there and it's been there for ages. I mean, even before. But they've gotten really bad in the last 15, 20 years. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like yeah. real life. They you're just blowing someone's shoot- head off. They, they, yeah. They're trying to stop a school shooting mm-hmm. video game that's. Uh, and it's I can't almost, even believe it's somebody almost, even made I that. I almost feel like some of these games are desensitizing yeah. people. Yeah. And that's that to me is dangerous. I don't. I'm not blaming the video games on the. You know, that's not why these things are happening. But I think a lot of kids and people are becoming desensitized, right, with it, games like that. So Does that make sense? Yes. When uh, when my kids were little, there was an event at the fairgrounds, the Ferris wheel. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A man got caught. The owner actually got caught up in the chain and was thrown onto the fence and impaled. Oh. And a bunch of our 4-Hers were on the um, Ferris wheel and witnessed it. And so we got them off. We got them the first, uh, not the first responders, but emergency people mm-hmm. who had been trained, put them all on a bus, which I was not happy about. I, I took all my 4-Hers off the bus. Yeah. I'm like, they do not need to be secluded. But they said, most of these kids on the bus said, it just looked kind of like one of our, a movie or a video game. Yeah. But here's the thing. This happened to my friend this weekend. She sent me a text. She had gone to visit family. And she left because she was trying to talk with the, the teenagers. Mm-hmm. And they were so wrapped up in their video games. So then she was kind of teasing him, trying to get him to 
just interact with her. Well, that made him mad. Yeah. And so then they started cursing at her. And I mean, she loves her 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 nieces and sure, nephews. Sure. Sure. And but she was so upset she left. And and I just thought that is too much when when it so absorbs them that they can't even interact with adults. Yeah. I don't know. I just when I see when I see kids just doing these things and just blowing people's head offs and you know oh. killing this and masses and massacring this and massacring that. I don't know. I maybe I'm old. Maybe I'm out of touch. And, and like I said, I'm not blaming the video games because it's certainly not. There's plenty of people that do that that don't go around shooting up people. Uh, but I I just think it might be desensitizing some. And you know, I I don't it, know. It's it's know. like. I remember. Maybe I'm way off base here. I remember even the, you know, when we were kids and we we're playing like things like Pac Man and Donkey Kong, our parents would complain about that. And I'm sure whatever <laughs> they, did? they about were. About Pac Man? Uh, Donkey yeah, Kong? Well, you know, maybe not about violence, but just too much video gaming oh, yeah. and stuff too like much that. Too much of being, anything. Right. Being on, t- you know, and then looking at the TV too much with right. the five channels that we had. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I'm sure back in their day when they were kids, you know, old people were sure. complaining about what they were doing. And, you know, oh, you're on that telephone too much, you know, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. You well, know? I think regardless of, you know, the, any kind of video games, and I, I think the most important thing we can get out of this um, is there's there it's a, it's so many layers to how we improve this and stop this but i think the most important way to start is by doing simple random acts of kindness and taking care of each other and being nice to each other i think that is key and i think especially back to school with all the bullying going on it's important you know as parents we need to make sure we instill in our kids you know how important it is to accept everyone uh, to be uh, you know polite and kind and respect that that's just something that has to be and also uh, what's the word I'm looking for here I just compassion, uh, compassion. Mm-hmm. yes thank you and empathy yeah. compassion and empathy Definitely. we need to teach that and that's yeah. that's how we're going to stop at least I think improve how the society acts towards each other and for for people who are lost already so if it's a kind of too late mm-hmm. for for you know if you know somebody that's just lost or hurting all the mm-hmm. time and you know it'd be nice to be an ear for them or be there for them mm-hmm. and you know uh, not just talk at them like you say you know mm-hmm. but just really listen to them because it's almost sort of like you know you could be sort of a therapist for somebody you, you know what i mean absolutely and, and uh yeah it's, it's always good to talk talk it out to somebody a good friend uh, someone you trust or even a sibling or and someone i think we trust more than anyone right now and someone who can really put a phrase on this uh life coach Lori, <laughs> who uh, makes a living pretty much out of this she has a book it's called did not see that coming and your little podcast is called enough okay now Lori, uh you, you've you know you, uh, we've talked a lot about this and mm-hmm. if there's anything that you could put uh, your spin on maybe some advice or uh, words of wisdom for us here, uh, your your life tip, I guess you could say. Uh, what do you have for us? You had really good advice, which was take your kids out. Mm-hmm. You know, you took Max out. You let him witness that. And I think that is so good to get our kids involved in public service and um, volunteering. Anna, you had a really good idea about um, talking, listening, and, you know, and most of all being kind. But there's one more thing, and I think families— that, you know, you guys both are married, you haven't been through divorce, but families that are divorced, a lot of times the parents have different ideas about how to raise the kids, not necessarily one's right or wrong. But what I learned early on, first of all, you never bad talk the ex, but is ask them questions. So if they're playing a lot of video games, ask them what they're thinking. You know, get car time with them. That's when they talk. 
Ask them what's going through their head when they're playing these video games. Just try to understand where they're coming from and get them some exercise. Get them outside if you can. And I know you work on that, Annie. You try to get your kids outside when, from, you know, when you come home from work. I think that that activity, and you're very active, mm-hmm. and I raised my kids on a farm, so they had plenty of room to run. I think that's really something helpful. And if your kids are stuck on video games like mine, (laughs) uh, it is important to make sure they're getting real life experiences somehow out there in the world so they can smell, touch, you know, talk to people, relate to people and stuff like that. Just like and issue that challenge, you know, issue that challenge to your kids, your your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your neighbor, your coworkers. Do something nice for a stranger today. What can you do to put a smile on someone's face? Yeah. And I like that. Ask the question and maybe even make it a project for the weekend. Okay, this weekend, we're going to do something and let them come up with it. Who knows what they would come up with that might be a kindness for someone. Um, It's easy for us to come up with ideas, but listening to them and seeing, I mean, I'd love to hear what Max says. He's going to be, let's get ice cream. (laughs) But I love it that he's so little and he's, you know, and I know your kids have worked in the food bank. And, and that has been really a great experience. My kids uh, grew up in ho- with horses and 4-H, mm-hmm. so they always volunteered at the horse shows. And if they didn't, they didn't ride. Right. I didn't put up with any of that. I want to raise good citizens who know how to volunteer. Life Coach Lori, Anna D. My name's AJ. We're in Seattle, and this is Listen and Learn or Not. not. Thank you so much for listening, and let's take care of each other a little more, shall we? Yes. yes. Amen. Bye-bye now.